It's time for Twin Talk with Jose and Angel, identical twins who swam the placental waters together and have navigated life as identical individuals. At childhood, the brothers shared clothes, a room, and birthdays, thus fortifying their bond. Nevertheless, their differences became apparent. While Jose and Angel love country, family, and rock and roll, they rarely see eye to eye. The only constant is their unique alliance and rivalry. They may have shared the room, but they don't share opinions. And welcome to another edition of Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. I'm Jose. And I'm Angel. And we are broadcasting live from Theo Luis's garage once again. In the cold because we do it for you. Uh, we did it for Johnny. We <laughs> did it for Johnny. Here at Theo Luis's garage, because that's how we roll. We have low overhead and it's very covert. So, uh, uh, you know. And you can listen to us on TwinTalkCast.com every week. And you know what? If you don't catch us live on Tuesday nights, and we know we, you want to, you could always uh, go to the same website and look and uh, listen to our podcast and download them. Uh, it's, yeah, our latest podcast and previous podcast. We have a lot of great shows. In fact, uh, last week we had uh, NBC's uh, last comic standing winner, Felipe Esparza. Oh, yeah, he was here. He was freaking hilarious. The, the man, the man who won <laughs> last comic standing uh, last season. He was talking about uh, Christmas and, the, and, uh, and Los Lecheros, the familia that had so many kids <laughs> at the projects. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. guy's funny, and he's a cool cat. Check it out. You can go to our website, or you can subscribe on iTunes. Just search for Twin Talk with Jose and Angel on iTunes and get it there. That way you could download it and take us anywhere on your gadget. Ciao. Yeah, you know what? Uh, you could also go to our webpage at TwinTalkCast.com and subscribe there on the RSS feed. So there you go. There's no excuses, eh? I mean, if you're Christmas shopping, okay. Catch you later then on the podcast, eh? But you know what? Um, today we have a really awesome show. Today we have Candlebox. Yeah. <laughs> Rockers, Candlebox from Seattle. Uh, I could, you know, I mean, do I really have to say everyone's here to listen to Candlebox? Kevin Martin, Adam Curry, and Sean Memphis Hennessy are here today in Theo Luis's garage. They're gonna, we're gonna chat with them, uh, share a track, and they're gonna jam an acoustic track, which they said is gonna be a brand new one from their upcoming album this March. Yeah, it sounds awesome. Uh, doing they, the sound check. Yeah, we did a sound check with them earlier. They were. Uh, it sounds really, really good, and they're really cool. Dude, guys. we're in the garage, but we still do sound checks, eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, even though we're broadcasting from Theo <laughs> Luis's garage covertly, we really try our best to make this sound good. So you know what, guys? We appreciate your support. We we're so happy about this. Also, what's going on today? Fantastic thing is we have listen from our very special source. Our secret source at the North Pole. We ah, have yes. actual letters to Santa. Yes, of course. We're going to be reading a few of those. And also... Hijacked uh, by Los Guates. <laughs> anyway, also we have... We intercepted those letters on their way to the North Pole. A phone call from <laughs> our friend, a rocker Willie Bass, a Grammy <laughs> Award winning rocker Willie Bass. He's traveling the country doing a shoot, uh, shooting, playing some concerts for... Um, uh, to feed the hungry in America, because did you know that one in six 
Americans are going hungry in the United States. That's just crazy. Well, I'm one of those six. <laughs> so. Shit, I'm hungry right now. But anyway, he's gonna have, we're, we're going to be talking to him um, and, and later on in the show. And, of course, who's doing our current events today? We have Miss Jackie Casas in sure. with us later. Hi, Jackie. Hi. Jackie's with us today. She brought her own heater. I did. <laughs> I haven't needed it because I'm not nearly as cold as I was last time. Okay. L- last time was pretty cold. Yes, it was. Okay, well, but we got it plugged in. We ran a separate <laughs> line, especially for you, Jackie. Oh, I feel like I'm worried princess. now that if you turn it on and click Am it Am I on. a diva? Am I turning to a diva? Uh, hold on, hold, like, on, hold, yes. hold on, hold on. Hold on, ask that question I again. Mean, ask that question again. Am I a diva? <gasps> Awkward silence. <laughs> <laughs> Well, there's something about going to Theo Lisa's garage and on Twin Talk Show, you know. I mean, you're just never the same again. <laughs> <laughs> Next time I'm going to bring an entourage, guys. Entourage. <laughs> oh, my God. And remember, ladies and gentlemen, if you want to give us a call anytime throughout the show, you can call into Theo Lisa's garage at area code 626 275. What's the number, brother? 8946. That's 626 275 8946. That's Bell's twin in telephone talk. <laughs> Feel free to call us at any point uh, uh, throughout oh, the show. Oh, and friend us on Facebook, Twin Talk Show, and Twitter, tw- Twin Talk Show. We interact with you all the time there uh, during and uh, during the show and when we're not on the show. Um, I think I'm getting sick or something because I'm having a hard time hearing, dude. I, I feel like I can't hear, dude. Uh, you know, I, you got to clean your ears, bro. <laughs> I clear my ears. You, you know, uh, talk about sick. Last week and a half, everyone in my house got sick, like really bad. Are they all vaccinated? Uh, it's funny because we do get ba- vaccinated. Um, I didn't get vaccinated this year yet. And, um, and one of our sons didn't get vaccinated because he was uh, a little bit ill. So we didn't vaccinate him. It seems kind of like an odd thing when uh, when they make you vaccinate in school. Like they say, you should vaccinate or we're not going to let your child. Well, yeah, because, you know, they, they're letting all the childs that are carrying the virus, uh, ergo vaccination. Uh, but yours that doesn't have it. <laughs> I don't you understand. can't come in. Holmes. I don't understand. <laughs> if you're not allowed, you're not allowed. Yeah. But if you're not allowed because you're no, you don't have the virus per se. I'm not following you. I totally lost you. When you get vaccinated, right. it's the actual virus they're, they're poking you with. Oh, gotcha. Gotcha. Right. Gotcha. Yeah. So you're the actual carrier. Yeah, but so I should. But be, it's a, they shouldn't it, let you in my school. It's <laughs> it's like, isn't it? It's not an active virus. It's like a dead virus of it, isn't it, Jackie? Jackie's the it's, resident doctor, right? It is. It is the virus in itself. It is actually the dead virus. So it's the dead virus. Yeah, but I mean, you're being injected with the virus, so of course it's going to creep you out. It's a virus, Holmes. It's like I. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, you know what? The worst part is getting a virus on your computer. That's the worst part. Oh, yes. <laughs> you know, I hate computer viruses. Yes. It's totally happening. What is it with people? They, they, like, they have no time. They just right? want nothing, no life. They just want to create Why viruses. Why do you want to kill my computer? What did it do to you? What the hell did my computer do to you? Exactly. You know? All right? You know I what I'm did, saying? It did nothing. That's what I have to say. The hell with you freaking hackers. Watch it. They're going to start. Wait. We better be quiet. Oh Somebody's going to listen to us. Someone's going to get on right and now. say, we are legion. Anyway. We are anonymous. <laughs> they are anonymous. I'll, how about I give them a shout out? Well, how about that? Shout outs, Holmes. It's time for shout outs. Hey, um, well, first of all, I want to give a shout out to Anonymous. Please don't hack us. Don't hack us, Holmes. And uh, Lulu Ipati over in New York City. We love you guys. We love you guys. We love you guys. Hey, much love to you, Pati. Much love and support. We all are thinking about you. 
Lourdes, uh, your great sister. And you, you too, Lulu. I miss you, Pinchy. Uh, check it out, bro. We, we got a lot of new listeners, and I'm going to give a few of them a shout-out. First of all, Angela Black Zimmer, Angie Musgrove Sneed, Brian Brindo, Chris Muccino, Dave Connolly, Tiffany Snyder, Jonathan Kurtz, Julia Marybelle McGuire, and a whole bunch of other ones. Shout-out to you guys. Thanks for listening, and please... Tune in again or subscribe. Or callate. <laughs> or callate, eh? you know. Or like we say it in the neighborhood, subscribe, eh? <laughs> so those are the new listeners, but we also got some oldies but goodies, eh? <laughs> Edmund Robles, Dory Lawrence, Glenn Cantrell, Sue Gregorius over in the in the East Coast. Ralph Wickelchea. What's up, Ralph? From BP. Shout what's up, Holmes? Hey, yeah, you know, shout out to, to, to Jim Dexter. What's Te- up? To hell with them in the city council. To hell with them. To hell. Just don't start uh, occupying. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Ziggy Scott and Rest Train and Dell and Jazz and JP over in Australia. We love you guys. Looking forward to your tour next year again. Uh, and uh, my kids, Samantha, Angel, and Mario. I love you guys. My sisters, Linda and Marisol. They're over in... Uh, in, in uh, and uh, Rancho and the other one probably still working for the post office, probably really hard. And uh, a shout out, in fact, a shout out to all the uh, post office workers out there that we know we have listeners, Anna Fisher, you're one of them, um, that you're probably working hard and overtime. And thank God that you can listen to Twin Talk via podcast the next day for free. That way you don't miss us. Anyhow, all our shout outs were brought to you by Express Cuts. Because when you want to get your hair pimped, go to Express Cuts in the city of El Monte, 10-420 Laura Souza Road. You can walk in or you can call at 626-448-1931. And that's over at the city of El Monte, or like we say it in the neighborhood, it's Big Monte, homes. <laughs> shout That's shout-outs. And now... Talk about friends, like we promised you on our phone right now with Twin Talk with Jose and Angel, our friend, uh, a Grammy Award-winning rocker, the ambassador to the Sunset Strip, and all-around good guy, Mr. Willie Bass. Hey, Willie, how, what's going on? Hey, hey, how you guys doing over there in L.A.? Uh, you know what? We're kind of cold over here in L.A., but I bet you you're colder over there, huh? L aliens, L aliens. <laughs> <laughs> we're L aliens. Hey Willie, so uh, the reason why we're talking to Willie is because he's using his talent and his rock and roll uh, persona and 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 celebrity to travel around the country, rocking venues for a good cause in order to feed America. He has a web website called feedamerica-now.org, and uh, Willie. Give us an update. Where yeah. are you at? And what's been happening? We we just crossed over in the, from Tennessee. Awesome. We uh, spent the day in Nashville. We went to Memphis, had some barbecue, and now we're we're over in Arkansas. We're headed to Dallas and Fort Worth, Texas. Awesome. And uh, we may pick up a show there because our show in um, San Antonio the, the the venue closed. Man, it's uh. Everybody's having a hard time. It's like really, really uh, a lot has changed out here economically, especially in Ohio, man. I've noticed in Ohio that that 
the statistics, you know, I, I had been seeing one in six adults no hunger as a reality. In Ohio, it's one in one out of two. Wow, that's just, and it's incredible to hear that in, in America. It's crazy. In America. They're, they're, bull, they're bulldozing perfectly good houses because people are scavenging the siding off the houses because it's worth a dollar a foot or something like that. So the, the the houses that have been foreclosed that they're supposedly the banks are taking back, scavengers go in and, and steal the plumbing and the, the granite wow. and the siding, and then it makes the neighborhood look bad. So now they're just tearing down a lot of houses, like thousands of houses are just getting demoed. Wow. And... It's a crazy situation, man. It's it's not looking good. So tell us about uh, what's it been like for you. I mean, your your um, your shows. I mean, you've 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 uh, been raising some money. You've been getting some food for these uh, uh, shelters. Tell us about that. Well, we we haven't raised a lot of money, but I've seen things go to like in Tacoma. There was uh, an Indian tribe that owned a casino up in Tacoma. They came in and donated uh, $50,000 to Northwest Harvest, wow. which is the food bank in that area that service all of Washington. And they've got it down, doing it for 18 years. They've got it down to where 67 cents feeds a family of three. Wow. And so that $250,000 up in that area will go along ways. But, wow. you know, and so it gave me a lot of hope to what I could maybe pull together over the course of time. You know, they've got it wired. Um, you know, after 18 years, these people really know what they're doing. So my hat's off to them. I'm really excited that they got that money and uh, they can feed a lot of people. But over in, uh, we were in Imperial, Pennsylvania, and I call up the food bank and I go, well, you know, we just want to make a donation. There's like a lot of, cause the, the club had been collecting food for a couple of weeks. So we got there and there was like all of these canned goods and baby food and all this stuff. And the lady practically started crying on the phone. It was like, I don't know where you come from. How did you find us? Wow. We ran out of food this week. It's Christmas week. We didn't have enough food to make it through. We feed, you know, 50 families a week. Wow. And she goes, you couldn't have called at a better time. So, that really made the whole trip worth it, man. When I when I heard that, and I was like, "Don't worry about me. I'm nobody. Right. I'm just some guy that called, you know." And it just happened to be at the right place, at the right time. Well, Willie, you've and, turned uh, <laughs> Willie. You have turned out to be an cool. angel. It was cool. It was cool to be able to, to help out like that, you know. Rock, uh, rock guy. Well, you know, we got to move on. But where's what's where are you going next? And uh, and uh, where can they find you? Well, we're we're uh, we're going to to Texas now, so we're gonna be we're gonna be in the Dallas area, Dallas Fort Worth area for a couple of days, and then we're headed back to Los Angeles for Christmas, and then uh, we're in Phoenix on January fourth, and Gilroy, California, on January ninth. Uh, listen, we're real excited. We want to thank you guys for having us. Awesome. You know what, listeners, go to feedamerica-now.org. You can find out where he's playing next or how you can just donate from where you're at. Que mas quieres, dude? You get to go rock out and for a good cause, man. Just go check him out if you're in the area, wherever the homie is. 
Rock it, Holmes. Talk about rock out. We're going to play a track. Which one are we playing for you there, uh, uh, Willie? We're going to play the new single. It's called Breakaway. Awesome. Thanks, Willie. Shoo! All right. Take care.
Tuesday is Twins Day. Listen to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel at 7 p.m. And we're back. That was Breakaway from Willie Bass. Listen, go to feedamerica-now.org. Help some Americans here who are starving. We move on. I dig that song. Good song, anyway. It's pretty dope. It is a cool jam. It sounds really good on our radio station. You guys ought to check out our radio station. When we're when Twin Talk is not on, our radio, our Twin Talk radio has some cool jams. Uh, check it out. We're available on the largest internet radio network in the world, Live 365, 24-7. Anyways, now it's time for Jackie Casas and her current events. What's up, Jackie? Hey, guys. Hi. How have you been? I've been good. How have you guys been doing? All right, all right. What's new? Anything you new guys. with you? So oh, no. Miss you too. Nothing exciting. You, you notice it made me smile when she said that. So, so, um, so, yeah. What you, what have you been doing since the past since we last we saw you? Any more shower shots? <laughs> <laughs> By the way, we had a lot of people. Talking about it uh, afterwards. I kind of learned my lesson. Mostly women, though. Did you notice that? Yeah, women d- dug it. You know yeah. what? I honestly think the best compliment is when a woman thinks another woman is sexy. Because uh-huh. a man, I mean, you really... You're just I think that's just <laughs> sexy when a Because we're all perros, right? Yeah, anything <laughs> you do. It's like I show you my leg, you're like, oh, my God. So if a woman can find a woman sexy... Show me the side of that headphone. Turn around. Ooh, sexy headphones. <laughs> you wear it well. <laughs> <laughs> You're yeah. right. I guess it's that, uh, you know, because I'm so young. So you, you even brought a heater today. Did I your did. mom give that to you and say, mija, pa' que no te dé frío? No. <laughs> no, but you know what? I brought this blanket. Uh-huh. I brought my, I brought like my whole ejercito, I swear. I brought a blanket and I brought the heater. <laughs> and mom's like, where are you? Are you spending the night somewhere or what? <laughs> and I was like, no, mom, I'm going to go to the show. Pues. I'm like, Mom, it's Tio Luis's garage. It's in Tio Luis's garage. Mom, Mom, I didn't lie to you. It's in a garage. I got to be prepared. She's like, oh, verdad, Tio Luis. <laughs> <laughs> so she was like, okay, all right. She's probably calling Tio Luis. Hey, man, que paso? Make it all warm in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we had a very interesting week of news, guys. Very interesting indeed. Always is. And before we continue with that, I want to let people know that throughout the show, if there's some comments or anything you want to react in regards to anything we are talking about or Jackie brings up on current events, you can message us on our wall on Twin Talk Show. Just leave our messages on our Facebook wall or call us at 626-275-TWIN. 626-275-TWIN. So let's hear it. <laughs> so let's hear it. Okay. So I thought this story would probably make Angel happy because I know I always bring in my politics story that Jose gets all like oh, into. Man. Yeah. So I'm hoping that this one will get Angel excited. Oh, good. So um, after Does it have anything to do with Monsanto? I feel no. I, f- <laughs> I feel special. Go ahead. Or man. the Illuminati. I'm sorry. Dale, mia, dale. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So after eight long years, guys, the U.S. military troops have finally withdrawn from my. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, they haven't. <laughs> they have withdrawn. It's about time, man, and hopefully, hopefully that we can keep them here. You know, maybe, you know, when once that our soldiers come back, <laughs> that you know, I'm, I love my support to the soldiers and everything, but uh, they need to be I don't more. support our politicians who are, you know, here. Here's here's this. What I, this it's just all I know, resent private. It's a private war. I resent that. 
What? I resent what? troops are coming home. They fin- just left this fin- last Sunday. Let me finish. They went into Kuwait. Oh. Well, hold on. Let okay, me tell ahead. you what happened. Okay. So they left Iraq, but a lot of them, they weren't like hooting and hollering. They're like, yeah, we're out of here. A lot of them were very silent, waved. Some of them didn't even tell their fellow Iraqi soldiers that they were out of here. Wow. They were kind of like happy to leave, but I think a lot of them felt... Um, concerned about that they're leaving they the iraqi people are still adjusting into being this different country and um so a lot of them were relieved a lot of the military families were happy so relieved. they're scared that there might be some kind of like uh like they're not uh, they're not ready as far as defending themselves well it's just just into to getting a new job and everything but what i, I want to i want to qualify what i said okay i don't resent the fact that they're coming back i'm happy what I resent is your implication that my brother would be happy to hear it and not me. <laughs> well, uh, because Thank you very I'm much. not saying that you wouldn't be happy for it. I just feel like particularly Angel would be excited about it. Because sometimes I bring stories in that you get a little very excited oh, about. Man, <laughs> uh, you know what? Well, you I'm going I'm, I'm to give uh, um, Tara Wallace a shout out because she doesn't know that we're live. She thinks she's listening to the recording. She's messaging me saying, is it live or is it a recording? <laughs> Hey, Tara, feel free to call in any time. Tara, we're live. 626-275-TWIN. Now, here's what I got to say. <laughs> now, uh, listen, they're, 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 it's fantastic that troops are coming back. Um, that I, happened I, all of a sudden. I, really not all of a sudden. It took a long time for it to happen, but then... I don't I'll tell you what it is. I mean, I, I hate to sound cynical, mm-hmm. be, but but it really is coming at uh, President Obama's worst approval ratings ever. So uh, and it's at the beginning of election year, and it seems so fitting to do it around the Christmas time. People are going to give him points. The same reason why he got uh, Osama bin Laden when he did, when his approval ratings were low. They didn't get him. I never saw his body, dude. If I was a president, <laughs> Holmes, and I got That's true. and I sent somebody to get killed, I'd have to see that dead guy in my Oval Office, man. <laughs> oh my Shit. gosh! I'd be like, bring me a scalp. They, yeah, they threw him in the ocean. Well, Shit. a lot of people, a lot of Americans are actually concerned about the um, the troops coming back because they have to adjust to really a new country. They left in 2003. That's when we started this war. When uh. when President and Bush when Bush was here, when our economy was different, when when the economy Ameri- was what was what. <laughs> you know what? Two thousand three. When, when two thousand three, <laughs> we were you. picking up. We were picking up just barely. We were not booming. We were not booming like before, like when Clinton was in the office. Oh, they're gonna come back God. and they're gonna oh, find. Yeah. They're gonna find all kinds of tents over at Wall Street yeah, and all the I mean, city they, halls and say, "What the heck?" Back then, <laughs> Occupy meant nothing to anybody. Occupy now, everyone in the country knows what that means. So they're concerned about. I always knew um, what Occupy means. It means occupy well, to fill a space. Different. It's a different meaning now. It's yeah. a, occupy. Means it means different I'm lazy and I want to whine about Charlie, it. Charlie, man, oh, Occupy new thought, Holmes. <laughs> so they're concerned about PTSD. They're concerned about them finding work. They're concerned about PTSD. Do they think that they're going to get suicidal? Stress disorder. Oh. Suicide, <laughs> suicide rate is extremely high among veterans. Mm. Um, there, there's a lot of... <laughs> So there's a lot because there's not a lot of suicide rate is really high in Seattle too, and that's where Candlebox is from. <laughs> and they're gonna be here later on today, folks. I, I just thought I'd throw that. Hey, out. stop throwing those those. I believe that's where Tara Wallace is from too. Yeah, she's around that area. Okay, go on. <laughs> <laughs> so people feel like we are not prepared to help these veterans adjust to come civilian home, guys. life. Come home, guys. Come home. Okay, I'll give you a hug. But they're Don't telling like, it. come home, but oh, wait, 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 hold on, not too fast. Like, <laughs> okay, here's what I gotta say. Now that is sounding cynical. I am sure that they are happy 
to come home, no matter what condition the gov- the, the country is of in course. now. Because it is America, the best country in the world. They're coming home to their families and their friends, and they're coming back to to their to at, at the perfect time during the holidays. So we welcome you all back, and we thank you all for your great service. Um, we hope that in the greater good that it wasn't done too early because I don't think that the uh, that Afghanistan and it's Iraq never has too been early to come home to come home. Yeah. Nunca homes. Yeah. But politically speaking and for the stability of the Middle East is what I'm talking about. Mm. OK. But good. Yeah. That, that's big. So news. I'm, Thanks I'm for the good news. We have. I'm happy that they're back. I'm happy that they're home right in time for the holidays. Hey, receive a great big hug for me. Uh, all of you. Guys and girls, what over they there. should have done first, though, is like make sure they finish the job. Just do one quick sweeping, you know, <laughs> and then they're done. Vamanos, ya estuvo. You're terrible. I'm glad you don't have mace sound. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so what All else right, we got going so, on? So, uh, moving on to another international affair North Korean leader Kim Jong il has died, guys. He died from a heart attack. His body was in display today in a glass coffin uh, flanked by top military officials and his son, Kim Jong-un, who will be the successor, the, his successor. And um, he was... You, you mean they're not going to vote for no one? Hell Dude, no. it's a dictatorship, man. Hell no. <laughs> it's his son, who apparently for the last few years has been groomed to be the successor. But apparently he's not that very good. No. Let me just say, Kim Jong-il isn't ill anymore, dude. He's dead. <laughs> but they announced it like the people in North Korea didn't know about till two days after he actually died. Well, you know, because it's it's like a state governed media. Well, they also they're also afraid of a, a coup. They want to secure. He was on a train traveling from one place to another. He ain't yeah. cool. <laughs> Who said <laughs> he was cool? So they were afraid of a coup. So or a coup d'état. Uh-huh. So that's what they're worried about. So he but was surrounded. I didn't know that the state flower of North Korea was Kim Jong Ilya. <laughs> Did you guys know this? What was the name and of he, Kim Jong Ilya? And he was wrapped around these state flowers all around him. Wow. Named after him. What a big ass what ego did this fucker <laughs> that's what have it to name the state flower after him? Oh, get cute. Like, what a way to go, Holmes. Isn't that so <laughs> stupid? But the funny thing is you watch the video of the people wailing on the streets, just crying. Crying, crying their eyes out. For their leader? Yeah, and then the state leaders and everybody in there crying. Yeah. The reporter who announced it wearing black, crying, like bawling. Really? But you know they're getting told to do it. You know that they're being told to do it. But you know what? At the it. same time, some of them, it's such an isolated country that their their big papa is gone. They're gonna cry. Yeah, they're that like, guy was oh, big. That big papa had to wear platform shoes. He was so short. <laughs> he was. Big papa's gone. So some of them are so isolated that I can believe that some of them are truly freaked out and don't know what the hell is gonna happen. <laughs> so what's gonna happen <laughs> with the the nuclear bombs? That's the thing. That's a very good question because right now they they just they set off a missile when he died. Like they shot yeah. up a missile in the air just to say we're still powerful. Yeah. Yeah. So it's yeah. just crazy it, it, stuff. To where? Where did they shoot it to? In the air. To the sky. To the sky. To You're the saying, sky? <laughs> we're mad at you, eh? <laughs> they shot it up. No. Yeah. So he was ruler for 17 years. What I found interesting, wow, yeah, what I found interesting is watching the, the, the obituary stories and all, everything on him. They, uh, every story that I saw on television had Bush tied to it. George W. Bush. Because oh. George W. Bush, you know, considered Korea and Kim Jong-il part of the axis of evil. Mm-hmm. And so every time they did a thing on uh. it, they tied it to J- Bush, and I didn't like that. I thought it was like, why tie it in? I mean, why? 
I mean, he's been a threat beyond Bush's presidency, yeah, the, I believe. And before the president, well, I guess beyond it, but still, yeah. why put Ty Bush? It's like tying them uh, in. Like I'm surprised you'd you'd be uh, upset about that. You're always tying in Bush on our show for everything. También, uh, you're crazy about him. <laughs> no, I don't. I, just, I would think lover. he'd be ecstatic. <laughs> I don't. I love Bush. I know Jose's a Bush lover. Man, uh, man, crush. Are you going there again? <laughs> no, I'm. I'm uh, saying Bush lover. I love Bush. <laughs> 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 okay. Jeez, Jackie. <laughs> uh, all right. So what else we got going so on? So Kim Jong Il. Not ill anymore. He's, he's dead. He's croaked. He's dead. Sorry, guys. Hope North Korea. Gets Rest in peace, Mr. Ill. I really would love a North Korea South Korea unification. <gasps> Wouldn't that be awesome? That, not know, probable, but not it'd be probable. nice. Nice to dream. You know, there's so many missiles then, they're then pointing south. Then what do we do North with North all Korea. the Chuck Norris movies? <laughs> Oh, was that Vietnam? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It was, it was all the same. Uh, okay, guys, moving on. So, you know, it's the holidays. So that means holiday party season, right, guys? What? Holiday party <laughs> season. Yes. Dude, I went in the last week, I three or four of them, man. Yeah. I love this yeah, time of year, it's, dude. Yeah, it's, it's party, party, party. So and it's easy. Just go grab something from the bakery, and that, there's your potluck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So there's <laughs> a new FDA-approved essential to help you get your party on, guys. What is it? So they Get your pretty on? A party on. Oh, party. Party on. Okay, what is it? They have just approved a pill to cure your hangover. A pill yes. for the hangover. To That's cure awesome. your hangover. Yeah. It really exists. I have it right here. So do you take it on? <laughs> Look, I have it right here. Do you really? Take it, do you take it? After you you get drunk or the day you before you get drunk? It's to cure. It's to it's cure. It's to cure. It's when you have it. So it cures all oh, the regular dude. headaches, um, stomach ache, all, all of the all of those <laughs> um, symptoms. What's it called? It's called... Menudo. <laughs> That's I what I was going to say. Menudo and beer, eh? I don't know the correlation between the two, but it's called blowfish. Blowfish? Yes. And it promises to kick in about 15 to 30 minutes. Yeah, it makes you belch. That's what it does. Yeah. So you drink any sopas. It's a concoction <laughs> of aspirin, caffeine, and a stomach-soothing agent. Like chamomile, probably. Yeah. Yeah, it sounds like. It's the, the best cure for hangover, what is that called? Blowfish? Yes. The best cure for hangover is a beer and a blowjob, not blowfish. What? Did I say blowjob? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I meant menudo. <laughs> 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 Jose. No. Outside. Did you did no. you mean that? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> menudo, menudo, menudo is the best thing ever. Menudo without the hominy though, man. What? The hominy that makes your stomach it. all full and shit. Just you know, a little bit of uh, limon with uh, tapatio sauce, and uh, and you down that beer. That that the first beer you have to down it. And then you belch and you're golden. You know what? When I'm really, I've, I've to so be honest, I don't want to so get near alcohol when I have a hangover. I have never had a hangover. I don't want to. I swear in my life. <laughs> in tu vida, in never. In my life, I'm only 22. I have <laughs> never, you've ever, never, I've never had a hangover ever, bro, ever. Like he's never. I don't even believe I, you. I swear. He. I swear to God, I turned off my mic. What? <laughs> <laughs> Memphis says we're gonna work on that tonight. <laughs> I swear I have not had a hangover. Had a hangover. I have continued the buzz. Like the next day, I'm still really buzzing. Jose's a champion. Never been he's a champion on contact buzz. <laughs> he gets buzzed like on a contact is what he does. Let me start. Let me just uh, uh, state that for everyone once again that I vehemently am against 
any kind of drug use, even the the gateway drugs <laughs> like marijuana. So the funny so thing I'm against the contact buzz. I think it's funny because if you go on their website, you can buy two different uh, tablet boxes. They have a 12 tablet box for six hangovers. They have a, <laughs> which is like okay, six hangovers, fine. Okay. Uh, then they have a 50 tablet box for 25 hangovers. Oh shoot! How much? Is there 25 a price? 25 hangovers. <laughs> yeah, 25. Uh, the 50 tablet box is 50 bucks. Think about that. How many? Think about it. How, how many, many hangovers, hangovers are you gonna plan Seriously. on having? Seriously, that's and one a, a night. Lifetime. Twenty a night? No, in your I mean, lifetime. Why would somebody have one a hangover That's every what I'm night? No. So then, if it says it actually has a tab, it says "blowfish too much," and it sends you to Alcoholic <laughs> Anonymous <laughs> website because <laughs> it's like obviously why you would have you a problem if you've had? A, I've never had one, honestly. But have you? If you've ever had a hangover, I mean, do really people have twenty five hangovers in their lifetime? Well, it, I mean, it's the party box, okay? Yeah. That's the one Kevin everybody says. Yeah, you, when you, you pitch <laughs> in, when you pitch well, in for the you beer, know, you pitch in for the your hangover pill. You you hand it around. Hey guys, there you go. for tomorrow yeah, I, swear la cruda. I swear this airborne stuff to uh, to prevent colds. Yeah. And the ingredients in it probably works for preventing hangovers. It's got uh, uh, echinacea it? doesn't work. No, but it, it has more than that. I can't read it. Beer, <laughs> but you know what helps too? A Coca Cola can. Get a uh, uh, try this. No, I'm not kidding. I you. thought that was if all you have is <laughs> if all you have is a Coca Cola in the can, uh-huh. a nice cold one. Uh, pop in a, a big red uh, chewing stick, and right after that, down chug half of that soda, and you're gonna give a good loud belch, and you're golden. <laughs> What's up with you and belching for a hangover? You, that's Is why. You, really? That's what you need. Once you once you belch, you let it all out. You know what though? When I have a, a stomach ache or something, the best thing for me is Alka Seltzer and let out a good belch. Alka-Seltzer is the best. Really? Yeah, man. Shit. Mm. Ladies and gentlemen, we are giving you, I mean, we're giving you we're gems giving you here. We're giving you the best tips. Wait, the guys in Candlebox are, are taking notes. <laughs> no, they're not, actually. <laughs> they're not. <laughs> they know. So let's go. They're All right, what gross. else? What else you got for current events? Okay, guys, I thought that was interesting. I know my tío Mario is so excited about that. <laughs> so happy about that. All right, so moving on. So we have a pretty... I feel bad Memphis needs a jacket. You look like, you look like you're cold over there. I, I don't have a sarape here. I usually do. There's some warm uh, water over there if you want to warm up some tea. All right, go ahead. So what's, what do you got going on? Sorry. <laughs> Sad news in the Laker organization, guys. Uh-oh. Not only did they lose to the Clippers yes. in one of their games. I hear Coach. the Clippers are the ones that are going to kick ass this uh, well, year. That's what I hear. They have Chris Paul. Watch out for Chris them. Paul, yep. And they, they have that man. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, he's only like 5'9", five 5'8". Five he's like my height. Yeah, but he's supposed to be amazing. He's badass. He's badass. Yeah. So what happened? What's the bad okay, news? Okay, so Kobe Bryant and his wife Vanessa are getting a divorce. Oh. I saw that coming. Really? Mm-hmm. I didn't think it was going to happen. Can I say something? I was covering the the Chris Paul event uh-huh. when they, they announced that, you know, he got uh, announced that he's going to be Chris the Paul? The point guard from uh, 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 New Orleans or something like that. Anyways, they, the, the, the big deal was that he was going to come to the Lakers. Yeah, originally. NBA blocked it because they said they're going to be too lopsided. Mm-hmm. And so then we uh, lost they the can do that? Yes. Yeah. They uh, could block you from getting the, the yeah. guys that you want? When you're part of NBA, you're part of, a, you know, just like MLB, you know, you're part of an organization. Uh, anyway, so they go to the Clippers. I go cover that. And then on this this weekend, I went to cover the Lakers. Um, Media day? Uh, uh, no, they had a, a scrimmage game. Okay. Just a scrimmage game among each other. They, they practice on the court. People watch them. And then they played a game, and then after the game, we go to the post-game interviews behind at the, co- the locker room. I was there that, s- that morning, and I got a call from the news desk, mm-hmm. 
And they said, we're being told that today at 5 o'clock, they're going to file for divorce. Yeah. Keep it quiet. Nobody knows. And they were telling the news? No. No, no, no. My news desk called me. Oh, okay. Said, so get whatever you, like, keep an eye on Kobe. Keep shooting Kobe. Uh-huh. Try to get Kobe. Try to ask the question. Wow. So You knew before him? I knew. I knew before <laughs> him. Dude, she was supposed to file. Okay? Oh, my gosh. So at 5 o'clock. And you didn't say nothing? Well, I waited after the after the game. Mm-hmm. I go to the post game, and I'm there with all the other media, and no one knew. No one knew. And then it was posted on TMZ. Dude, I got, I, hold on. Oh I, got really? a, I got a text from some from the news desk saying, it just posted on TMZ 30 seconds ago. All right? So I looked around. I sat around. And you Five saw minutes somebody. go by. Ten minutes go by. Everyone's cell phones start going off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and of then course. The weird thing, the funny thing is, is they're like, uh, some of the guys, oh, I'm not going to ask. They're stupid. These these All these guys that cover sports, that's all they do. Right? So they're like, they they don't want to ruffle feathers. Oh, I'm not going to ask that question. Hey, dude, I'm not going to ask that question. What do you mean? You're going to ask that question? Larry Merchant, he's a sports guy, and he's pretty badass. Man. But anyway, here's here, here's I a, saw him soccer guy. No one wanted to ask that question, and I'm like, I'll ask the question, guys. Uh-huh. Did you? No, he never showed. He he bailed out the back of end. Of course. Well, here's the real. I would have run after me. <laughs> I was. I was looking for him. The real big bomb of the story <laughs> is that. They never had a prenup. Never. They never she, had a prenup. So she's actually entitled to half of their community that's property. That's real stupid. That's really, really stupid. freaking stupid. He's worth 150 freaking million dollars. Well, you know the deal is because he felt so <laughs> guilty after that whole <laughs> rape charge that? in Colorado. One man Look at, you're worth like, 150 cha-ching. million dollars. Well, she's, um, cha-ching. she is eligible <laughs> for $75 million plus spousal support plus child support for their two little girls. She's oh, not yeah. even that pretty, dude. No, on the 12th day but of they've Christmas. been together for 10 years. My true love came to me. Yet, <laughs> and they got together. Nike uh, royalties. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, he's uh, he continued cheating. She was tired of it's it. It's alleged that that is what ended. What do you ended. think? I believe it. Because mm-hmm. you, know, you know why I watch Basketball Wives. And those I'm little bitches cheat all the time. <laughs> <laughs> the bitches do? The, the, the both so of them. <laughs> I met her one time. Around. I met her right time at, uh, at Staples Center as well in the back while she was waiting for the team after, uh-huh. she was really nice and everything. When he came out, you know, and they had their kids. When he came out, they they seemed like a really happy couple back then. Um, and it was after the whole scandal. I was pulling for him. Well, she did support him in during that controversy. I think it was like in two thousand. One hundred fifty million dollars. Yes. Where he apparently he can go without his breathing. He ar- remember what he said. You're the air I breathe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then she rolled up with like a what was a four million dollar ring yeah. a month after something like that apparently, on the red carpet. <laughs> apparently, she's not wearing that ring anymore. <laughs> so sad days. I mean, they're yeah, they're a power couple here in LA. What's sad about that? What's sad about it? Because what? a marriage a is ending, and exactly. two little girls are not going to have their okay. parents together when they grow up. Here's what I got to say: a lot of people were they were blowing up Twitter. And I was noticing all the female journalists. He's so sick. He's such a jerk. He's such a this. I can't stand Kobe. I bet you anything, if he flirts with them and wants to <laughs> go out with them, they change their tune. Yeah. $150 million. Well, I'm with you, Miha. Can you believe it? I hope that uh, this is a smooth, you know, separation. And okay, we have time for one more. Stuff. Okay. So, right on, Vanessa Brand. You take all his money cheating on your ass. All <laughs> right. So we're going to end it with a kind of um, funny story. Okay. So <laughs> um, the feds have warned this California dude uh, from San Francisco to stop donating cups of his sperm to women who want to have children. What? What What if he, what? Yes. You mean they're, and they're accepting it? Yes. 
they 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 want they he he wanted it has to be fda approved eh? so (laughs) what's wrong with that dude if he wants to do it and they want to accept it well he's fathered approximately 14 children and four more are on the way and he told the chronicle that he was donating the sperm five year for five years to women online via his website so he's uh you know it's kind of gross though he's giving it it in cups it, it is kind of gross, but I got a little saran wrap. <laughs> but he's vi- the thing is that he's violating federal rules because you're supposed to do blood tests whenever you donate sperm, and you're supposed to get STD. I donate as my well. sperm all the time. She <laughs> never asked for. But when you're giving it to, donate it when you're donating your sperm. But when you're Go like you know. casual sex, it's like the same thing. Right? If no, you're, it's not. It, kind of if is. you're having casual it's sex and you're not no, using protection, it's not sex. He's, it's not sex. He's jerking off and putting it in a cup, and there you go. That's because he's jerking off. Say That's that again. <laughs> he's what? He's, he's putting it in off. a cup. He's putting a saran wrap on it <laughs> and FedExing it. <laughs> okay? That takes the romance out of it. With the biohazard <laughs> label on it? No, here's the deal. Okay, I understand that. But if the women are stupid enough to take that risk and want to, like, okay, okay, I'll take it out of your red solo cup. It's <laughs> re- a daisy cup. It's <laughs> a red solo cup, man. It's good for everything. <laughs> the Have you seen Joey Keith's song, dude? His reasoning is that he wanted to meet the women. He didn't want to just hand off his sperm to whoever. He's the got a picture then while he he's jacking He wants to meet the off. women, and he also wanted to help women who can't afford the services of sperm banks. So he feels like he's helping it's people a charity. out. He's helping women out. Go wow. for it, Holmes. And he got paid Knock for it? How much? Out, is it? Just uh, they did not say. They did not say. Because I wonder how rich I would have <laughs> been all those years. <laughs> but he, they did say that he could face a $100,000 fine or uh, a year in prison. Dang. That's not, not cool. cool. You know what? That's not cool because only because he wasn't doing the blood test, right? The blood test and the STD testing. Man. Not yeah. cool. Sad days. He should have did it at the swap meet. <laughs> I mean, he's been doing it for a while. He's been doing I it for five years. I used to sell at the swap meet. I didn't have to do any kind of tests. <laughs> but not sperm, okay? <laughs> it's the sperm swap meet. Here, I'm going to... Uh, thanks, Jackie, for the current events. And you know what? We're going to read a few of Christmas Yucky. letters before we, <laughs> before we move on. All right? Thank you, Jackie. You rock. Thank Jackie, you, Jackie. Show. Jackie, take one of these. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, we, before we move on to our musical break, like we do every year... Like we do every year, we get these letters to Santa directly from the source in the, in the North Pole. And uh, we're going to read them. I didn't, get, I didn't get time to go through them, so let's see what happens. Uh, pick, a, pick a letter, Jackie. I did. Pick a finger, Jackie. Go for it, bro. <laughs> Here we go. This one is hard to read. It's going to say, Dear Santa, how have you been? I have been good this year. I hope you can bring me a WWE wrestler set, a rock and roll guitar. And a Mario's Brothers Wii game. Transformers also. A control helicopter. A samurai castle. And a Star Wars light. This kid's got a huge list. (laughs) And a Star Wars lightsaber. Oh, and if I could please get me, if you could please get me a warrior too. Well, they're coming home from Afghanistan, dude. They're in Iraq. Maybe a Star Wars helmet. Love, Samuel. Please, can you bring me a silver bell? So I can really believe. Okay, like, now like that's the song? best. A like silver a bell. Silver bell. No, haven't you seen Polar Express? No, I haven't. Okay, read another <laughs> one. <laughs> oh, that's all right. I got one from Julia. Okay, you know, go ahead. I got a Dear Santa on, okay, our, on our inbox here. Okay, let's see. It says, Dear Santa, I'm a pretty practical girl. 
don't ask don't ask for much, but since Candlebox is going to be on Twin Talk, <laughs> could you please have them send me an acoustic guitar? Love, Julia. Long time fan. XOXOXO. Enjoy the show. <laughs> I certainly am going to. Thank you. Thank you. Julia Ha. I don't know who she is. I don't know if you guys, you guys, that's, okay, there's your dear sound. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good letter. All right. Good way to promo the Candlebox being here. Okay, you got one, Jackie? I do. I love this one. Pass me one, Ace. Dear Santa, how are your reindeers like Rudolph, Prancer, Dancer, and Cupid? <laughs> how many toys have you made? By the way, how is Miss Claus? I hope you like the cookies and milk we give you. What's your favorite color? When's your birthday? Is your name St. Nicholas? Thank you for all the presents. What's your favorite Christmas song? Oh my gosh. I love you so much. Do you read letters? Can you please write back soon? Love, Elia. Oh, I love cute. this because uh, it sounds like me. I always ask questions. Did you ever write letters to, to Santa? You know what? I did. I did, but I did it kind of fakesies. Uh-huh. Um, but I did. I enjoyed it. I would write letters the, just wh like that. Well, how old were you when you realized that you were, uh, you know, not writing a letter to the <laughs> post office? Um, probably by first grade. Really? Because You're that practical? Because my mom would, my mom would, go, we would go shopping. She'd be like, mija, ¿quieres esto para Navidad? <laughs> so I already knew. <laughs> I already knew. But like I said, I was a little fakesies. I was in fourth grade and I was like, dear Santa, Check this blah, out. blah, blah. Check oh, this out. What this you is a, uh, uh, it, it's a celebrity one. It's a celebrity, dear Santa. Okay. It says, dear Santa Claus, I ain't been that good, but <laughs> all I want is every music award to go to Beyonce. <laughs> Sign Kanye West. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Holmes, you can't ask for that one, eh? He always disses people, man. <laughs> I'm surprised he's asking Santa anything because Santa's white. <laughs> he doesn't like white people. You got another one there? <laughs> Here, here's one. Here's one. Dear Santa, I wanted to write this letter for you because it is almost Christmas and I did not want to forget. I just want two gifts for Christmas. The first one is <laughs> a plasma TV. The next one is a very special gift, and it's my grandpa because he passed away uh, seven months ago, and I miss him. And I know my family does, too. Thank you for everything. And almost forgot, I hope that you and your wife have a wonderful Christmas. And the elf and the reindeers, too. And say hi to them for me. Okay. Oh, that was all right. Any more? One more? Yeah, this one. Santa Claus. For Christmas, I would like, Colin. Uh, <laughs> he wants a colon? <laughs> no, he's got he's got the uh, uh, outline. Books, blue ones like the Polar Express. <laughs> a green scooter that is super tall and really fast. Dark blue clothes. Blue pasta. He's got a thing with blue. The Star Wars poster with Yoda, Alien, Luke Skywalker, and Darth Vader. Love, Ronin. Oh, and Santa, Baby Callum would like a car. Baby Callum. Callum would like a car, bath toys, and books. Merry Christmas, Santa. Sign Ronan. You know the kid that's like that's he's from nice. the Blue Man Group. <laughs> the, ki <laughs> the kid who's the kid and he's gonna have a blue Christmas. <laughs> the kid who had all those, uh, you know. Hey, pass over one of those blue moons over there. Anyway, <laughs> so okay, there you go. We promised some Christmas letters. Those are direct. <laughs> these are actual <laughs> real letters. <laughs> Even the one from Kanye West, right? Kanye West, dude. I'm telling you, it's a celebrity Santa letter. <laughs> So anyway, we're, we're, we're going to go now, and when we come back, in Theo Luis's garage, Rocker's Candlebox. In the house, we have uh, Kevin Martin, uh, Adam Curry, and uh, Sean Memphis Hennessy here in the house, and they're going to... 
talk to us and play us a tune after this. You're listening to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. Now maybe I did not mean to treat you
Yeah. Little Candlebox. Some old school track. Far behind. That was probably their, I believe, their first uh, major big hit. And ever since then, they've had a whole bunch of awesome ones. It is. It is. It is a first hit, right? Is it? Yeah. Uh, no? No? I'm wrong. That's okay. I like your vision of it. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it's one of the great hits. How about that? Just like we promised, um, here in Theo Luis's garage, we are honored to have uh, Candlebox, Kevin Martin, uh, Adam Curry, and uh, Sean Memphis Hennessy. Hello, guys. Welcome. Hello. Back. Hello. We, we knew you had Primo. <laughs> yes, that's Lager, right. So we're like, oh, oh, look at that endorsing. Would you <laughs> Would you guys do us a favor and introduce yourselves on the mic? That way, our listeners can. <coughs> Recognize your voices. That won't happen. This is Kevin. Memphis. Adam. <laughs> Dude, Sean, you're like really loud. Yeah, that was really loud. You're, you got your, fa your face right in it. Speaking from a diaphragm. There you go. <laughs> Welcome, guys. You're thanks disgusting. Thanks so much for coming here. <laughs> thanks for bringing the cold in Theo Lisa's garage, literally stepping over uh, lawnmowers and stuff to get here. What an honor to have you guys here. I, 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 I mean, you guys know I've been... I mean, I'm that crazy guy, you know, backstage <laughs> or trying to get backstage at all your shows. He's the guy at throwing least, the underwear at you guys. At least here in the, <laughs> in the West Coast. But uh, I have to say, I'm truly, truly moved by your music, uh, uh, the, the, the lyric uh, and the way that you guys do it on stage. You're very tight. It sounds great. I'm, it's, the, it's, it's just an awesome show, guys. Thanks. Real uh, quick, uh, let's talk about real quick, real far, far behind. The reason why I want to bring yes. it up is because one of our listeners on Facebook asks um she just asked what happened i just lost it she wanted to know that if you she's from seattle mm -hmm. her name's tara and she wanted to uh, well, i lost I it i got it you got it she wants to know did you really shoot far behind video in an abandoned house in maple valley yes wow yeah. she said it's also like in green lake there's another house in green lake with the, the basement scenes and the scene where we're walking um through the house when i'm walking through with the uh, microphone right that's actually in um, Green Lake, and then the the scenes where we're out by the pool, the, the and, empty uh, pool, yeah, and walking through the f the fields and stuff, and the bathtub scene, and the paint on the wall scene with the Jackson Pollock artist, that was done in uh, the house in Maple Valley. Wow, she says she lives she lived she lived close by, mm -hmm. uh, in her trailer park. <laughs> she did, she said she lived in a trailer park. <laughs> she she lives in a house That's in a trailer fan. park. So and, it was and a house. And the it song was a house in a trailer park. <coughs> I know this has been mentioned many times, but it was written about uh, or was inspired by uh, uh, former lead singer for Mother Love Bone. Yeah. Love Bone, at which you, I just found out. I mean, I knew that part, but you actually knew them, uh, him and, and the band, because uh, you worked with somebody. Well, I managed, uh, I, I worked with Susan Silver, who managed um, a shoe store called John Fluvog. And she was repping Mother Love Bone and uh, Allison Chains, Soundgarden, and all those bands. So if Susan wasn't in the shop, the guys would come by and, you know, we need this made, we need that made. Where's Susan at? And I'd be like, she's not here. So uh, I'll run and do the flyers for you, whatever. So that's kind of how I got to know everybody. I was quite a bit younger uh -huh. than, than Andy, but I got to know Andy just through that whole process. And, uh -huh. and uh, we, we became friends, and then he passed away couple mm. couple years after I got to know him. Mm. So. And you know your sound was uh you know you 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 came up and you were uh, associated with the whole grunge sound and everything because you're from that area and you guys were guilt by association. But guilt by association. But, but you were more <laughs> of a, a traditional rock sound. Did it bother you that at that point that you were put in that category? Uh, well, I mean it 
I, that's not what really bothered us. What bothered us is that we were treated like the redheaded stepchild, you know. I mean, that mm. was that was kind of the grunge or not, you know. People were paying attention to Seattle, so that's how we got signed. But um, the hardest thing about it was just being treated like we had moved there from the middle of nowhere. And, and the, the crazy thing is every single band in Seattle kind of knows that we were from there. And not one of them ever backed you up. Backed us up, which is total <laughs> bullshit. But you know, I mean, I, they weren't really fans of ours. So you know, I mean, what are you gonna do? Now, you know what though, it holds up. I mean, I love your music. Your music's, I, I dig that. That grunge is grunge. I love the grunge sound, and it, had, it has its place. But something about the guitar solos, man. It's you, Peter Clatt. Yeah, the Magic Man. The Magic Man. Yeah, and, and it's so tight. No, and. I mean, I, I when I real quick, Tara Wallace just chimed in on Facebook. She goes, "Thank you, finally, an answer to the question that has haunted me since the '90s." Well, it's on Wikipedia. Praise, Tara. praise Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> you can find out anything you want about Candlebox on Wikipedia. Wikipedia. Yeah, and you know what? I'm I'm glad you mentioned Peter Clett and uh, Scott Mercado, uh, two of the original uh, or founding members uh, of the original founding members. And shout out to you guys. I hope you guys are listening. But since then, we have. <laughs> <laughs> They're not. <laughs> you didn't tell anybody, I Kevin. <laughs> no, I mean, they, just don't, they, don't they don't listen to me. Why you're missing the show. You're missing a beer. We're having home beer. Nah, but ever since then, we you, um, in 06, I believe it was, you uh, have gotten Adam on the band and then followed up with, uh, no, excuse me, uh, Sean, and then followed up with Adam. How did that happen? I want to know. How that happened? Because I I remember seeing you on a previous project when um, Candlebox was in a bit of a hiatus, and you had uh, uh, you weren't in a band, uh, Kevin Martin and the High Watts, <coughs> which was pretty pretty dope. Uh, uh, you had really good songs, and that's where I saw you uh, get to the question bro. for the first time. How does that feel, man? Come on, you. I mean, you're. I mean, that to be cool right now. I mean, <laughs> how does so that cool feel, brother? To be honest. <laughs> And it's just yeah, good. I'm glad you um, asked the question finally. How I got in the band essentially was uh, after the High Watts. Uh, I had left the High Watts multiple times. Uh, I was in a rehearsal for some a love hate relationship there. No, you know band drama uh -huh. shit bull crap. I was doing a, a rehearsal for a, an act, and I knew Candlebox was getting back together, so I called him up just uh -huh. to say hey, and also to mention that I was available. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. And um, so I ended up checking. For their first gig, they played the Bacchus, Bacchus Ball, as it was called, in uh, uh -huh. New Orleans in 2006 uh -huh. for, um, you know, kind of a just after Katrina benefit thing. It was like a masquerade ball. Got to play with uh, Willie Nelson and the Steven Seagal Blues Band. Wow. Which was quite funny. Actually. You don't seem, and you don't, I see you on stage a lot, and you don't seem phased at all, man, because you seem, you know, pretty, you know. He's a musician, you bro. Rock at home. He's a musician. <laughs> I know, I know. That's what I'm saying. He's, he's up there to do a he job. He rocks the uh, the uh, the guitars. Yeah, I know. Yeah, <laughs> I'm all in tracks. <laughs> but then, fun. but then you and Adam know each other also as well. That's how you guys kind of from the high watch. From the high watch yeah. as yeah. well. Oh, okay, right on, right on. Now Sean was like, he was the obvious pick when when we did the Bacchus Ball. You know, I, we had Candlebox since '96 had always toured with um, a secondary guitar player, rhythm rhythm lead share guitar okay. player so uh -huh. um back in uh happy pills it was robbie um spider allen so mm -hmm. um we needed somebody that had an interesting middle name and sean memphis Hennessy <laughs> seemed to fit that <laughs> and uh and it worked so um 
you know, if he didn't have that cool middle name, he wouldn't be in the band. Because <laughs> Adam doesn't have a cool middle name. It's kind of like Adam something Curry. Yeah, exactly. That's how bad it is. He doesn't even know. Mine's, mine's Adam Ebenezer Curry or something yeah, exactly. like that. <laughs> Scrooge. <laughs> Scrooge. No, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it, Sean's an amazing guitar player. Yeah. You know, and and uh, when, when, we, when we parted ways with Barty after the, um, the reunion tour of 2006, uh, Adam was the obvious choice yeah. there. You know, uh, mm-hmm. I know we had we had tried out a couple of bass players. Um, Pete flew down, and, and I I even said to him, I was like, look, you know, you can try out as many bass players as you want, but the only guy that's going to fit this band with mm-hmm. the type of character and the type of uh, uh, human being we want to hang out with mm-hmm. is going to be Adam. And mm-hmm. of course, it it was. You know, I mean, I know this band really well. Mm-hmm. You know, I started it with Scott back in 1990, and and uh, I know it inside and out, and as much as we can have our differences and disagreements, mm-hmm. I generally know what is the best direction for us to go when it mm-hmm. comes to hiring bands and hiring crew and doing tours and stuff like that. I mean, I, I'm the one who pays attention to a lot of that stuff, and mm-hmm. that's why I laughed and said that Pete and Scott aren't listening because I could probably say anything <laughs> I want right now, and they, they'll never know. And you know, you've got through all these, uh, you've got through your um, um, your other projects <laughs> and your incarn- incarnations of the of Candlebox. Is a, uh, you've got a f- big cl- uh, client base, fan base still. I mean, uh, has it changed though? Are they different faces? I mean, I know I've been a fan since you know the beginning, but we see new faces. Um, but you know, we still see the old ones, which is thank God. You right. Know, we, we still there, there's there's three million people out there we haven't seen in a long time. <laughs> We'd love to see. <laughs> Stop by anytime. Well, they're all listening to Twin Talk right <laughs> now. So thank God, we got your back. That's there, where homes. they went. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, I mean it's. There's new faces and, and old faces, and there's you know unfortunately we've we've lost a lot of um, friends along the way. A lot of people have passed on, you know, and, right. and um, mm-hmm. that's that was kind of the weird thing. We came back, you know, we, we were a couple towns we went to. I would expect to see people and friends would be like, oh no, they died, mm. you know, like what, what? killed mm. in a car accident or cancer or some shit like that. So life uh, throws you crazy curveballs. So how long has it been so <laughs> since Candlebox has had a studio album? Well, Into the Sun was the last studio record, which was 2008. Mm-hmm. Um, the new record, which comes out in March, um, it's not traditional Candlebox. It's a, it's a new sound. Um, I'm fighting for an eight-song record to be just like old school Van Halen, 38 minutes, bang, see ya. Nice. You know, and then yeah, leave, right. leave a bunch of stuff for B-sides. People don't buy records the way they used to. You right. know? And, and, uh, and I think you gotta, you have to go with your gut instinct when it comes to releasing an album. And we haven't been ready, you know. We, w- Sean and I, did the Gracious Few side project. Took a break from Candlebox. That was with uh, uh, lead singer for live. No, no, bass player, guitar player, and drummer. Bass player, Chad, Chad Patrick, and Chad missing yeah. the lead singer. Missing the lead singer, right? right. Live. <laughs> yeah, so we we got talked into doing that. Suckered uh, into that one, which was a lot of fun. It was an <laughs> awesome, awesome t- uh, <coughs> album. It's self-titled as well. The, the Gracious Few. Yeah, that's the Gracious Few. It's awesome and album. if people, look, if you like rock and roll music, it's on iTunes. I highly recommend buying yeah. it because it's a slamming record. It's um, a super band. And then we came back to Candlebox. So I mean, it was time to make a record. And Pete and Scott are working on Lotus Crush. And uh-huh. you know, I mean, it's it's all. We're at that age now where we can just kind of experiment with music the way we want to, and we don't we don't really owe records to major labels anymore. Kind oh, of cool. Uh-huh. Our own terms. And you're with uh, Silent Minor- Majority right now. No, no, we were. Oh, you were. Yeah, we that relationship went to the toilet, so we got our My masters bad. back. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's okay. I do. I do want to talk about though about the, since you mentioned the, the 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 it's a different album uh, 
different direction, if you will. But I do want to talk about uh, your your songwriting. Um, the <coughs> uh, with songs like "Stand," uh, uh, that's just one example. Of you, would you consider that kind of like yourself to be somewhat uh, obviously socially conscious, but having to uh, like uh, want to put that out, like basically be a beacon, if you will? Because uh, to me, that that song speaks volumes and and it it was released what in 07 08 well we wrote it in, in um 2005 2004 2004, two, 2004. Yeah. um or maybe it was even earlier than that hell i don't remember no, no, it, was, it was i was during bush's uh-huh. reign of, uh-huh. of idiocy and um <laughs> you know I, they're laughing at me because i'm always defending Bush. it's it's uh, uh for our listeners that but go ahead let them listen it, let them talk go ahead go ahead yeah, I and mean, it's just you know, I, politics is something that I I have you know I have a voice and uh-huh. and I'd like it to be heard, mm-hmm. um, and I'm a firm believer in um, people standing up and saying what they have to say, and you know this this Occupy Wall Street, Occupy LA, you know these are important positions mm-hmm. um, for the youth of today. Mm-hmm. Um, it's important for them to embed themselves in culture. And make people pay attention to, to change. Mm-hmm. There's only so much uh, you can do sitting uh, behind a computer, but when you actually go out and and make noise about it, um, people start to pay attention. And you know, the Constitution is we the people. That mm-hmm. that is ours. We own it. And the the problem with politicians is they forget that because mm-hmm. they're in. You know, they've got so many hands in their pockets, and 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 they've got their hands in so many other pockets mm-hmm. that. Until we get rid of the current uh, Congress uh, and the current Senate and replace these people uh, with new blood mm-hmm. and limit their terms and and you know if you can only be president for eight president for eight years why should you be able to be a congressman for sixty right you know that's mm-hmm. bullshit you're a congressman for sixty years because somebody's you know you're paying somebody or you're taking yeah. care of somebody yep. and that's got to stop and so stand was that song. And I was kind of I was offended by musicians saying, "Well, I don't want to, you know, get on the musical um, soundboard and tell people who the song's about, you know." But mm-hmm. this and that, and so I'm like, "Well, I'll fucking say it, you mm-hmm. know." George Bush can suck my dick. Right? <laughs> he was the worst president in, in the history of the United States, uh-huh. so, you know. And I, I don't care if anybody out there's a Bush fan. I'm not, you know. You can still like my music, but that guy can kiss my ass. <laughs> right on. <laughs> Talk about music. We should get into I, live performance, dude. We're running out of time. Okay. So uh, we we we're really honored that you're here and you you made it to. Uh, we're trying to not to play that song. <laughs> I don't want to play a new song. Uh, but you 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 have a new song that you're going to perform for us uh, here in uh, Theo Lisa's garage. Yeah. And that's is that coming off of the new album? Tell us about it. Yeah. Uh, this uh, this is actually a, kind of a fun song. We it was an accidental song that I wrote with a buddy of mine, Mike Rocco, and and um, we were just jamming on acoustics and farting around with a bunch of different styles of music and the song kind of enveloped into what it is which is it kind of has a Tom Petty Americana uh, vibe to it on the record it's it's my favorite song on the record um, next to a song called She Come Over Me but uh, we'll strip it down acoustically like kind of how we wrote the song awesome what's it called? it's called uh, Sweet Summertime alright so let's have the guys from Candlebox they're going to make their way over to uh, get to their instruments Sweet Summertime and um you know what? We have to do the uh, shoe shuffle or the chair shuffle because we're in a tight, tight quarters in Theolisha's garage. All right. 
Candle box. Ladies and gentlemen, Camel Bucks. I'm going to face these guys. Is that all right? Uh, that's great. Let them know where I am. That way. Let's. I play, right. I play the rules. I make the rules. All right, so let's get them all ready to go here. Let's get the mm. guitars put up. Let's thank Primo Island Lager for sponsoring this evening's <laughs> delicious events. <clears throat> yeah, so uh, the record comes out March 13th. Michael Sarna. God, you're just a pain in my butt. <laughs> Sarna, the director of the Stanby. I don't care. Michael Sorna directed the stand video. You got the tempo right? All right, so ladies and gentlemen, uh, live from Theo Luis's garage, Candle Box. <laughs> Playing the right song? Cool. There we go. Daylight sun, make me wanna feel right. See, lately I've been running blind. I've been losing sleep, and I wanna come home. And your loneliness makes me wanna be with you. The pleasure high inside of me, babe. I've been rolling on this road. Too long to come home Too long to come home Wasting time for you Counting the days till I'm gonna be struck You're my lover, babe Rolling on it, on it, oh Like a 
lightning's wasting time for you Counting the days till I'm gonna be struck You're my lover, babe Rolling on it, on it, That was sweet. Awesome. Sweet summertime lover. So when is when is this album available? In March. March thirteenth. Now have you already you said you determined you want to make it an eight album I mean eight track album is it so it's not complete yet. No, no, the album's complete. It's just my opinions of uh, like 11 song 12 13 song records it, it it's pointless right there, there's no reason for it anymore i mean people just aren't buying an album of that length you know and the nice thing about those van halen records and right kiss and you know uh whatever like our our favorite the, the clash and any of that stuff from right. the 70s is eight songs you know mm-hmm. boom but you know have you noticed i mean um, I, I remember the day when you'd buy an album and, and even even the sequence of the tracks, mm-hmm. there, there was a purpose for it. And it didn't have to be a concept album, yeah. but there was a reason why you sequenced the track. And nowadays everyone's buying just, they're singles. just downloaded singles. Yeah, yeah. You know? So I mean, you front load your record with, you know, your five, four, five best songs and then see what happens. But yeah, sequencing, Pete's doing the sequence for this record right now, as a matter of fact. So. And, uh, and we can look out for a tour after that? I mean, we uh, start touring in March, so. Okay, right yep. on, right on. My brother had a question you wanted to talk about. I well, I I do. Um, uh, it's it hit my mind. <laughs> <laughs> Too much of that primo beer. No, dude. I didn't actually didn't have any, man. Oh, I thought you were That's telling me you had a I question. Needed. Yeah, <laughs> let's talk be, about be the, there. <laughs> let's talk about that. You're, you've got some shows coming up. You got your next shows in March. Well, no, we have January seventh in Jet- El Paso. Okay, and then. Uh, Pete and I do an acoustic thing, which we've never done. Uh, we're doing an evening with uh, Candlebox in Miami at this place called Ricochet on uh, February 12th. And that's that acoustics. That's the acoustics. Thing? Yeah, it's just uh, just he and I with acoustics, and so I got to start practicing. Awesome, awesome. <laughs> um, and then we uh, we kick off uh, March 3rd. We're playing uh, down in Phoenix for the Padres Mariners game. Oh, nice. Preseason. <laughs> Uh, oh, you got, yeah, hey spring, guys, spring, you got a show on March third. Spring training. Are, are you going to do the uh, national anthem? I am singing the anthem at that. Right well, on. That's the worst song in the world. <laughs> All right, let's try. Let's try one real quick. Because it's no. <laughs> it's so is, it, is it hard to sing? It's hard, man. It's uh, it's uh, <laughs> well, you know, it goes through. It goes through three octaves. The whole song. So, right. <clears throat> you know, you you got you got to pick your starting note, man. Don't right, really? don't fuck up the starting <laughs> note. I guess that it's the because it goes up. Man, it goes up there. <laughs> you know, uh, uh, like I told you before the show, um, I, I was wondering, like, a few years back, I'm like, 
I had three Candlebox albums, and I'm like, what happened to these guys? So I, I did a search online. I'm like, blam, Kevin Martin, the High Watch come up. I go to the, the uh, buy the CD. I go see you sing, and, and it was pretty awesome. But ever since then, I, I was reconnected with you. I unfortunately had a, a, a <coughs> great opportunity to meet you guys and uh, Scott Mercado. And, and, and Anyhow, you guys have... You do a lot of uh, uh, media, mainstream media, if you will, uh, appearances like these. Mm -hmm. But they're not mainstream, dude. No, no, appearances like that you would, but also uh, internet radio shows like ours. I mean, it, it. What's what's different? I mean, from the '90s to now. I mean, I mean, you're a big, big time, and you're here <laughs> in our garage. Eh? Yeah, I've been thinking about that the whole time. I've been here. Uh, Did you owe no, me money I mean, or something? No. It's <laughs> It's no. <laughs> I'm kidding. That's, <laughs> That's good. You stand up as well. No, no. Uh, no. Uh, it's you know the, the world's changed, man. You, you, as a musician, you have to make yourself accessible to to all your fans in every way you can. I uh -huh. mean, you know, like I said, it's if those three million listeners are on your station right now thank god you yeah. know because we got a new record coming out right but on. <laughs> and talk about new record terry Tilota uh yeah. posted on facebook she says hey kevin sean and adam occupy twin talk she says. <laughs> exactly we are occupy twin talk just for the next 30 minutes <laughs> she says i wanted to ask what is a new favorite song but you just answered it she said sweet summertime is my favorite mm -hmm. but we have a song called she come over me um which uh started out with a, a riff of sean's uh, we I like to build songs um, based on emotion, and um, and it, and also a lot of times I write around drum beats. So um, Sean had this picking pattern that was just was so ridiculously addictive, and um, it really m made me feel a, um, a sense of yearning. Uh, just in, in in any way, shape, or form, just yearning for something, and. Cool. Uh, and so that song actually took us quite a while to write, but when when it did finally come together, it, it's it's magical, you know. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, so a long time ago we started that one. <laughs> Two years to write, <laughs> but you know, I mean, a lot of times that that's happens. You know, you you've got something and and uh, you hang on to it, you know, or, or you go back to it, and and uh, and that's one of the songs. We have another song on the record um, called "Youth and Revolt," mm -hmm. which is uh, was inspired by the. Uh, the riots in um, Egypt, uh, and obviously now it's taking on a whole new meaning because of what's going on in the world and uh, Greece and Spain and uh, Russia and you know I mean it's well you know, kids kids are pissed off and they have every fucking right to be right. We look right. forward to that for that album to drop so we can put it on our rotation on Twin Talk. Uh, oh yeah, and uh, I saw the uh, on the drum. Um, anybody who's seen the the recent tour. He's, uh, the uh, Scott Mercado's drum had an artwork with the uh, the chief chief Seattle. Yes, does that have something to do with the new artwork? Uh, well, I mean that, that's chief Seattle. You know, I mean that's how Seattle was named. Oh, okay. I uh, I, I, so I thought chief I, Seattle, dude. Okay, yeah. my bad. <laughs> but no, I mean that that's just you know I mean we're getting it as we as we get older as musicians and you know uh, traveling bands, traveling circus, if you will. Um, you know, you just try to liven up your merchandise yeah. for the people. And, have a little more fun. The, uh, Ashley Dorenkamp also posted. She says, I loved it. I can't wait for this record. So, Love you, Ash. Uh, right on, Ashley. You rock. When, since we were talking about songwriting, um, uh, your favorite new songs, uh, I want to go back to your previous album, uh, Miss You. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, I, you wrote that about your father. Yep, yep. Can you expound on that? Uh, my dad passed away in uh, 2005. 
It was January 1st, 2005, I think it was. Or was it 2004? Jesus. Time flies when your dad dies. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, m- uh, my father, we were the High Watts, actually, who have a show next Wednesday at the Viper right Room. Right on. Viper Woo! Room, the High Watts. We haven't played in six years. Kevin Martin Michael and the Michael going to film that? Yes, you are. Be right there. On. We'll be there. <laughs> uh, Twins See, I just there. don't let you know anything, Michael. Um, <laughs> we, uh, we had actually had, had this song... Um, for the high watts and but it was such a personal song for me that when i played it for management when we were making the record they were like you know that's got to be on the record mm-hmm. and my father was a world war ii veteran mm-hmm. uh he had stormed the beaches of normandy on june 6th of 1944 and survived that and awesome. uh came back to america and was a cop in the south side of chicago and over the years as i got to know him uh and we became closer uh he started to share those stories about being in france and and uh running up that sand and the fear that he had and, and the strength it took those hundreds of thousands of boys that lost their lives on that beach. It is it is indeed a beautiful, beautiful uh, uh, song for Thanks, your man. father, man. Thanks. I really love it. Let's hear a little bit of it. From the beach to the rain to the songs of your soul How I Yeah, Welcome you know, home, boys and girls. Yeah, you were talking about that. Well, yeah. we, well ladies, uh, you recently toured in Iraq. Last summer? For the... Uh, yeah, last August. You did a, f- uh, a string of shows, five shows, uh, overseas at uh, Cap Arifian in Kuwait and Iraq. Yeah, yeah. It changed, it changed my life. I had to do it. I mean, uh-huh. because obviously my father's... Military. Right on. And you wanted to say something to the our troops? Yeah, welcome home, guys. Thanks for your service. We greatly, greatly appreciate your uh, strength and conviction. And thank you. Uh, thanks to Cannabon. Uh, Woo! For, yeah. For your music and... Uh, thank you, Adam and Curry. That, Sean Henderson. Sean Memphis Henderson. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Ladies and gentlemen, Candlebox in the house. In the garage, actually. <laughs> the Elusive's garage. He's right. So uh, uh, if you guys want to catch them, they're going to be playing at El Paso January 7th. Uh, Kevin and Pete are doing an acoustic in Miami. Um, and uh, Memphis, come over here. Let's talk about uh, you're going to be playing tomorrow. Put on his, his mic, brother. Mic's up. This is Memphis, Tennessee. It's not on. Oh, it's here. not on. Wrong mic. I thought you had the other mic. Grab Me- that one. Yeah. All right. How about that boy yeah, right there? there? Can you hear me? <laughs> Shuffling mics. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my brother and I have a band, my brother Brian Hennessy, uh, called Bad Donkey, and uh-huh. who will be performing uh, tomorrow at the Viper at 9 o'clock. Right on. It's our annual gig because he doesn't live here, and he comes in town. And oh, okay. So we get all the guys, Walker Gibson, Brian Dogboy Borwell, and Curtis Wright. What's your brother's name? Brian Hennessy. Brian, shout out to you, home. Send, send us a track. We'll drop it on our rotation. So go check it out. Sean Hennessy and his bro. It's a, sort of a twin talk thing going on there, yeah. right? <laughs> So, okay, awesome. Thanks so much for being hey, here. Thank you. Uh, 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 Adam, Sean, um, and, and, and Kevin. Martin. Kevin Martin. I said Martin. <laughs> Kevin Martin, 
awesome you guys have made it here. We're gonna we're gonna it's be a, right back. It's a real pleasure, guys. Thanks a lot. We're gonna be right back with uh, my brother's uh, my brother's chill lounge. Hug a twin today. Listen to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Kick, Kick back. back and listen. Holiday carols, holiday lights, tales of reindeer that fly by night, and a fat guy in a red suit with supposedly a big bag of loot, with gifts for loved ones and toys for tots, even that jerk in the parking lot who swears you, you stole his spot. Black Friday, Cyber Monday, holiday drink, holiday food, and for the holiday, of course, you're off of school. But there's something else that you can bet. So take a moment and just ask, in the morning when you wake, with a switch, is that all it takes? To light the sun or make it rain? To stop the hurting when there's pain? To make the grass grow underneath? To make your hair grow and your teeth? And when you're cut, what makes it fade? It's something else. It's not your Band-Aid. So next time, when you're fed, and next time, in bed, and today, before we part, let's give him thanks straight from the heart. Chill, one love. And that's another edition of Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. We th- I got to tell you, it, it was a little nerve-wracking doing the chill lounge because this is the intro for Breathe Me In on the Into the Sun Candlebox album, and I did it in front of the guys. The guys themselves. I hope. <laughs> <laughs> and we want to thank Candlebox for being here in Tio Luis's garage. Uh, Adam, uh, <laughs> Kevin, and Sean, thank you so much. It's been an honor to have you guys on here. And thank you for your music. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Jackie, a good night to anybody? I'd like to say good night to my good friend, Cindy Pineda, who's tuning in. Shoot. And what do we have next week, bro? Next week. Tune in. We have from Scorpions, the drummer, James Kotak, going to be here, going to be talking about Scorpions and also side projects and performing live. And download this show for free tomorrow on www.twintalkcast.com and on iTunes. Good night, y'all. Shoo!